Gotta do that. Maybe that lady hasn't had your advantages. The unsavory truth was, I liked it on East Colfax. Since Larimer Street went all respectable and touristy in the early 70s, this had become one of the most entertaining streets in America. City officials, accepting millions in federal urban renewal money, had promised to crack down on vice, but it took the heart of a cop to know exactly what would happen. The hookers and bums from that part of town had simply migrated to this part of town, and nothing had changed at all. City officials said, Wow, look what we did. Now people can walk up Larimer Street without stumbling over drunks and whores. But here they still were. I could sit on my stool and watch the passing parade through my storefront window all day long. Humanity of all kinds walked, drove, skateboarded, and sometimes ran past like bats out of hell. In the few years since I had opened shop on this corner, I had seen a runaway car, a gunfight, half a dozen fist fights, and this lone whore who had a haunting smile and the world's saddest eyes. You are the managing partner, Aaron said. That was our deal, and I'm sticking to it. But if my vote meant anything, we would move out of this place tomorrow. Of course your vote means something, but you just don't up and move a bookstore. First, you've got to have a precise location in mind, not just Cherry Creek in general or some empty hole in West Denver, but an actual place with traffic and pizzazz. A block or two in any direction can make all the difference. She looked around. So, this has pizzazz? This has traffic? No. But I've got tenure. I've been here long enough. People 2,000 miles away know where I am. And not to gloat, but I did take in 3,000 bucks today. Yes, you did. I stand completely defeated in the face of such an argument. I went on, unfazed by her defeat. There's also the matter of help. If I moved to Cherry Creek, I'd need staff. My overhead would quadruple before I ever got my shingle out. So I'd better not guess wrong. Here I can run it with one employee who makes herself available around the clock if I need her. What more could a bookseller want? But you know all this. We've had this discussion how many times before? Admit it. You'll never move. Aaron sat on the stool and looked at me across the counter. Would it bother you if we didn't do the broker tonight? I don't feel like dressing up. Say no more. I called and canceled. So, where do you want to eat? Oh, next door's fine. I shivered. Next door was a Mexican restaurant, the third eatery to occupy that spot since I had turned the space on the corner into my version of an East Denver fine books emporium. In fact, half a dozen restaurants had opened and closed there in the past ten years. And I knew that because I had been a young cop when this block had been known as Hooker Heaven. Gradually, the vice squad had turned up the heat, the topless places and the hustlers had kept moving east, and a series of restaurants had come and gone next door. Various chefs had tried Moroccan, Indian, Chinese, and American cuisine, but none had been able to overcome the street's reputation for harlots and occasional violence. Some people with money just didn't want to come out here, no matter how good the books were. We settled into a table in the little side room, and I ordered from a speckled menu two Roadrunner burritos, which seemed like pleasant alternatives to the infamous East Colfax dog burger. 
What's in this thing we're about to eat? Aaron asked. You'll like it better if you don't know. The waitress brought our Mexican beers and drifted away. Aaron reached across the table and squeezed my hand. Hi, she said. Hey, was that an endearment? Yeah, it was. I still didn't ask about her trouble. I gave her a friendly squeeze in return, and she said, How you doing, old man? You still like the book life? It was a question she asked periodically. Some days are better than others, I said. Today was a really good one on both ends of it. Sold two, bought one. A nice ratio. What did you buy? She said, putting things in their proper importance. The nicest copy you'll ever see of Phantom Lady. Cornell Woolrich in his William Irish motif. Very pricey, very scarce in this condition. I may